Pod Chef. Pod Chef. You're listening to Pod Chef. When I say pod, y'all say chef. Pod Chef. You listening to Pod Chef? It's a podcast about okay, stop top shit. Stop it. Stop the music. I want to. We're not doing the normal intro. Uh-oh. I'm I'm ticked off. Oh no. Uh oh. I'm teed off, man. Okay. Okay. What's going on? Tell your friends. Let's this talk is, about it. This is the space for this. That we we give you this hour every week to let it out. Mm-hmm. I got to talk about this because I'm confused, man. Okay. Okay. As you guys know, I had a birthday last week. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. And last time I checked, your friends. Tell you happy birthday on your birthday. But it's a lot of people, more than usual. I don't know if they all are in on it. I don't know if it's a new TikTok thing. I don't watch Mm. the trends. Mm. But a lot of my friends Mm. are telling me happy belated birthday. Mm. Okay. And I know it can't be because they forgot because we're friends. So they know when my birthday is. Right. So is this a prank? Okay, mm. so what I'm hearing is you had a very special day. I had a huge special day. And on that special day, you want to be acknowledged. Yes. I'd love for anyone to be like, oh, isn't it your special day today? Isn't yeah. today your special day? Thank you, friend who knows me, who's my friend who we co- we communicate with regularly. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. For the record, Brian and I did wish you a happy birthday on your Yeah, because you're my friends. Yeah, we're amigos. That's what we this do. is what threw me off, because I was like... Okay, you're my friends. You did it. Why aren't my other friends who know me doing it? So is there a thing going on on TikTok or social media of like what we're doing now is not saying happy birthday on someone's birthday. We're like waiting like a couple days, maybe a week, maybe Mm -hmm. seven days and then saying happy belated. Okay. If this was a prank, did they all wish you a belated birthday on the same day, kind of within the same time? Same day. And it was almost like same time because when I turned my phone back on, all the messages came in. Mm. Okay. Okay. And they all said happy birthday. But I put belated on some of them in my mind because I was like, well, it's a day late. So they're all belated. So that's clearly clearly autocorrect didn't do its job. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, I don't care that I had my phone off the entirety of my birthday. You should still find a way to say happy birthday. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, there are more lines of communication than a phone. Email exists. Email is yeah. it, it, walk it's out going, of your house maybe and stop by and yeah. have a chat. Maybe get in a car. Uh, send me mail maybe. Yeah, that's just because exists. my phone is turned off for my birthday doesn't excuse you not finding a way to say happy birthday to me. Yeah, yeah, it's unacceptable. Here's well, a question. Was yep. this mm-hmm. all within one group chat, maybe? One person wished you a belated happy birthday, and then it was followed by mm, a bunch of other ones? domino effect. <clears throat> so you know how on sometimes you can put like your, your, your you have your friends, and then you have like your close friends. Mm. Uh, I've yeah. got a group chat that says my closest buddies and pals. Okay. Who and doesn't? I turned my phone back on, and it was like, I saw the timestamps, like someone very early on my birthday at like 7 a.m. said, happy birthday. And then someone else said like at 7.05, happy birthday. And then it just started rolling in all right. day long. Yeah. But I, I I, was like, okay, but they're all belated because I didn't see them until the next day. So mm-hmm. does this count? So I've got another question to help decide if this is a prank or not. Mm-hmm. Did... Have you seen, since this occurred, have you seen on Facebook a video um, from like Lad Bible? And it's like a mon, and it's like a picture, a video of you receiving these texts put to sad music. And then it'll say something like, We decided to send belated birthday texts to our friend to get his reaction on it. Prank video. That makes sense because at the end of the day, there was a bunch of videos coming in saying, You're on Lad Bible. You're also on Barstool Sports. And I'm like, What's that? And all these same building as them. All these close friends, are they mad lads? They are mad lads. Mm. They're angry Irishmen. Okay. Mm. Well, this sounds this sounds like it might be a prank. And 
Oh, boy. Gosh, I don't hey, know what to do. J- let me just put this out there to all my friends. Um, birthday is not the day to prank me. Prank me any other day. Oh, yeah. I'm so open for it. In fact, birthday and April Fool's Day are not good days for me to be pranked. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Those are the most serious days of the year. Those are the most serious days of the year. Because also on April Fool's, I'm doing my own pranks. I can't be right. caught off guard mm-hmm. with one of your pranks because it's going to throw me off one of my hilarious pranks. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And on my birthday, I'm not looking to be pranked. No, I'm looking, looking to, to be prank. praised. You're looking to prank. Mm-hmm. I'm looking to prank and be praised. Yes. You don't want anyone getting in the way of your pranks. Um, and right. really, on both days, people should just be getting out of the way of you and yes. recognizing you. Recognizing me. And being excited by you know the crazy pranks you're getting up to. I had very good friends like who weren't in on the prank, I don't think. I mean- I had dinner with them on my birthday. Like they, they gave me stuff. They gave me uh, gifts wow. the day of. So I was like, well, they they can't be in on it, are they? Or was this a distraction? Well, now do they feel bad because they weren't invited to do the prank? Oh yeah. Now are they going to feel like, well, we missed. Why weren't we invited? Aren't we're in that group chat? Friendship is weird. Yes. You always find out who your friends are on your birthday. Friendship and if is you're rare. listening to this and you didn't say happy birthday to me, you're dead. You're dead. Friendship is rare. Uh, can you hand me that table, baby? Also that chair. Oh, shit, mm-hmm. there's a bear. Mm-hmm. That's Tenacious D. And also poetry. Okay. Welcome to welcome to Pod Chef, the official Top Chef podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Jamal. With me, as always, is Reeves. Hey, everyone. We're here. And third mic is here, Brian. What's up? <sighs> so so glad I got that off my chest so we can do a good episode that's not a downer. Um, yeah, we should so- have off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we watched Vegas Prize Fight. Oh boy, Vegas Vegas, Vegas Prize fight. fight. Oh wait, Brian, do you want to talk about the F word you saw on TV last night? No, I'll do it during um Perfect. Chef I prepared for you. Okay. So <laughs> Vegas Chef Prize Fight, we watched it. It's a show, it's a cooking show. What were your guys' first impressions? Okay. So we picked this show purely based on the zaniness of the title. Mm-hmm. Super zany. And mm-hmm. the title, again, Vegas, Chef, Prize Fight. Vegas, yes, it's in Las Vegas. Chefs, it's in Las Vegas. Yes, lots yes, of chefs. There are They're cooking all the time. A bunch of chefs. Prize fighting. I don't think so. Okay. No, I actually no didn't thanks. see anyone get in a fight and anyone and no, rewarded for and, their bravery. Yeah, so, no one was walking no. around with a, a briefcase uh handcuffed to their wrist full of money so there was no prize to fight for yeah where was the prize i mean maybe at the end of the season there's some kind of prize but they're not really fighting at all yeah there should be fighting fighting every episode okay Mm -hmm. they should call it cook fight yeah so that was a cook fight works yeah i didn't see that guy who is the youtube brother at all and if i'm seeing boxing i'm seeing the youtube guy brother doing a box you're talking about jay paul Jake Paul or Logan Paul, you know what? Yeah. Frankly, PewDiePie. I can't tell them apart. You know, he's probably Chris too Paul. busy to do this show because he's probably training right now for the next boxing match. I don't know if you guys know about this, but he's actually finally going to face a boxer, like a trained boxer. Like the dog? Oh. The what? Like a trained boxer, a boxer yeah. dog that's good, that knows how to sit. Yeah, a good boy, boy, a good boy dog, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to watch that. That's animal abuse. Well, he just—that's his call sign. His call sign is uh, the good boy dog. So is he Jake Paul or Logan Paul? It's Jake Paul. And Jake, Jake Paul—I don't know if everyone knows this, mm-hmm. but uh, I know this because I'm on the inside. He is fighting a boxer for the first time, an actual person who's been trained and has been boxing for at least ten years. And the boxer's name—if you say, if you say, Sylvester Stallone. Then it's I'm going to be so it's surprised. Not it's not yeah. that. No. The if boxer's you say name, Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Creed. The boxer's name is Tucker Carlson. That's who he's fighting next. Okay, okay that's right. interesting. And a lot of people are like, he's not a boxer. Uh, he's been ducking and dodging the truth for years. Mm. So isn't he a boxer? And I'm snapping my fingers. Yeah, snap, mm. snap, 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 snap. And those are the kinds of like witty retorts and you know jabs that we didn't What's see at witty? all. We didn't, we didn't hear it at all on the show. Um, I think that was stupid of me to say. I liked it. Um, the show was not good. It was yeah. also not bad. It was right in the, right in the a middle. show. It was basically it was a show. Top Chef 
with different mm-hmm. people. It was yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, not even all that many different people. Yeah, some of the true. same people. We have okay. Well, let's talk about this. Did we see the Top Chef alumni? Mm-hmm. The, the baldest person we ever talked about on this show was on this show. Cliff Crooks. Cliff Crooks was there. Yeah, he Cliff was there. Crooks is by the way. Up, he runs looking, that looking great. Yeah, he's he he's, he's, well. He's he's a prize fighter. Mm-hmm. He uh yeah. He's apparently the head of culinary something at that. Hotel or at all the BLT steak places. At the, all the BLT steak places. Look at him. Talk about a come up. Which, if you were someone like me and you heard that the first time, I just thought he was head of specifically BLT steaks at a mm-hmm. restaurant. Nice. Bacon, lettuce, and I was like, steaks. that is so specific. If he just oversees that one dish, and then I was like, oh, that's, <laughs> that's the name of the restaurant. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, Cliff Crooks was there, and talking about pranks, he loves a prank. I mean, he got in trouble for a prank. That's oh, true. Yeah. The biggest prank ever on Top Shot. Biggest prank ever. Shaving yeah. someone's head. Yeah. Marcel. The joke's on you. You get kicked you out of the show. You got so pranked, brother. I'm confused why that wasn't part of the challenge, was to hold someone down and shave their head. Yeah. That's what he's known for. That is what he's known for. And said they did, like, make a dish for BLT. What? I don't like how no one brought up that he did that. It wasn't even mentioned. It's like people yeah. moved past it. Like, no, that's what he's known for. Like, bring it up. Mention it. Yeah. Don't ever let it don't ever let him move past it. Every time he's on TV, if he's not verbally addressing it, there should be something underneath on his runner when it says his mm-hmm. name that says shaved man's head on yeah. TV <laughs> against yeah. man's will. Yeah. Well, well, nowadays you would have to say shaved white man's head on TV. Yes. Yeah. Against against straight heterosexual man's will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I wonder who's in the wrong then when you put it that way. Yes. I feel like Cliff is allowed to do that. Probably still you. That would help the show, honestly, because then it's like we're asking questions and stuff like yeah. that. Um, I don't know how he saw the 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 main host's hair and didn't throw her to the ground and shave her head. Oh, Anne? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anne Morell's the host of the show. Um, her hair looks like a peacock. Well, not a peacock, a um, a parrot. Like that, uh, yeah. that white yeah. parrot that's in the island. Cockatiel. Yeah. Cockatiel, yes. Yes, she has. She's known for her hair, um, along obviously with her cooking and her hosting. I only know her for her hair. Yeah, she. I've never had her cooking or seen it. She's she's good. She does a lot of shows. Um, she still is a little too aggressive for my taste. She's mean. She's a she's a little mean. She seems like someone that might Ooh, yell at Reza, you. Your color is showing. Would you say this about Gordon Ramsay? What I say? This? Oh, I did yeah. say I didn't like oh, Gordon boy. Ramsay. <laughs> Reeve says that when a woman has power, then she's... Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And it's, you know, we all have our little, you know... Hang-ups. Our hang-ups. Yeah. Yeah. Minor uh, people with parrot hair. <laughs> uh, minor people with uh, hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, basically, everyone but Tom. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> yeah. Which is why we like him so Tom much. Tom and Cliff. Tom and Cliff. Yeah. This show was literally... I don't... It's hard to pick things that Top Chef that Tom could steal from the show because this show has clearly already stolen so much from Top Chef. Yeah, right. and they also did it right. Like they got more than um, just one or two black chefs. They got three starting. So it's mm-hmm. like, and the, that's more than one or two. Yeah. So the percentage that a black person could win has been basically up thirty percent. So then you can go ahead and get rid of one of the very first episode and it's not very that first big episode. a deal. Immediately not first that episode. big a deal. Immediately and you don't feel guilty about it. <laughs> Immediately because like we got two spare tires back there. And you suggest <laughs> you suggest to her that you you tell her she should be very grateful that she even was on the show. And that was yep. the accomplishment for her is getting on and then getting off immediately. She can say this is a road bump but it won't stop me. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep cooking. And then the other woman said that it'd give her. She's only twenty four. Give her a few more years. She's gonna go places. Yeah. And if you're wondering why we're pointing out that the first person is probably gonna be a woman kicked off because there's two black women, so you have a spare. Whereas you can't kick off the first, the only black guy because that is racist. And remember when I voted when we did the um, Top Chef fantasy team, and I was like, ah, a black woman. She clearly will go very far, and she got eliminated like second because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. there was no spare. <laughs> despair you let me down you let me down i really thought it was gonna happen and then she was also in the preview a lot there was like yes. stuff with her crying and i was like she's yeah. de- she's at she's least gone. making it that was my first pick 
Yeah. She's good. She, and she did. Not. I really fucking bit it with that thing. I was see, so bad. That was that's bad. why you should have. See, you picked a black woman and then you should have picked another one so that you had your team stacked. Because mm. Dawn made it to the end. Could have picked Dawn. That would have been smart. Yeah. I do think. The day is always darkest before the dawn. The one thing I liked about Vegas Chef Prize Fight is um, the fact that they insisted on letting us know that this is a job application. That This is not a competition show. It's not a competition. Mm-hmm. You are applying for this job. So when this woman gets eliminated, mm-hmm. it's, I'm sorry you didn't get the job. Go home. Mm-hmm. And oh. that's that's their thing. That's, that's what makes it different from Top Chef is that it, you are applying for this job. You're going to be the head chef of a $10 million restaurant in Vegas. And just so you know, if you're interested in watching this show at all after our review, do not go on Google and type in Vegas Chef Prize Fight because the second link is a spoiler for the winner. It literally says, here's the Hulu link, and the next link is so-and-so quits the restaurant that they won the show on. Oh, no. So so I can't watch it now. Yeah, I can't watch it now. It's spoiled. You got to Google that and put no spoilers. Yep. After. You just got to change your safe filters to no spoilers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So one thing we want to make sure that you guys do before you watch this show, we did this with the other show with the layers, is you want to make sure that you watch a uh, Million Dollar Baby. Yes. If you watch Million Dollar million, million dollar Baby, maybe call it $10 Million Baby, $10 Million Restaurant, you'll get the show is boxing and price fight and $10 Million Baby and... um. She gets paralyzed in that movie. It's very sad. It is very you know sad. Um, that movie also has Clint Eastwood, which yes. I think that there would be a real plus in this show if Clint Eastwood would show up. You know, maybe during the judging point or when they're selecting who won the challenge. And- oh, I think he's here now. Actually, what are these capers? What are these capers? And Clint Eastwood just walked in. Wow, ladies and gentlemen, what are these capers? The Clint. spaghetti westerner himself, Clint Eastwood. Put your hands up high. Okay. To and, the sky. And to the viewers at home, he is talking to an empty chair right now. Don't ever <laughs> put blue cheese on my steak, mm-hmm. you filthy animal. Uh, Clint, okay. what, did you watch the Vegas Chef Prize fight? Did you enjoy it? No, I was too busy making a sequel to my movie that was racist towards Asian people. Oh. Uh, okay. I like that movie, though. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's Brian's <laughs> taste. Uh, Clint, did you do you have a uh, person that you think might win the Vegas prize fight? I think I think one of the spooks will win. Oh wow! Oh, no. Okay. okay. All right. Well, thanks for stopping by. That was that was pretty bad. And also, he kind of sounded like Sling Blade to me a little bit. <laughs> so maybe that explains it. Ladies and gentlemen, Clint Eastwood. Everybody. Clint Eastwood, wow. everyone. Big get for I don't us. think we'll have him on this show anymore. No, he just wandered into your room. <laughs> he, he's wandering out now into the cult. Okay. He took his well. chair with him, too. So he's still he did, and that was my chair. chair, so that's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so. he said he said that it's his. He says anything that's yours, you don't actually own. You can't own anything. Yeah. Actually, when he first was here, he said something even worse, so I don't want to repeat it. Oh, no. Okay. We'll just guess yeah. what it is in my head. Go ahead. That's good. Oh, that is bad. So, yeah, it's terrible when you think about it like that. Uh, so what were we talking about? I don't know. Vegas Chef Prize Fight. Pretty the show Vegas was Chef Prize Fight. It was fine. I think yeah. I think Reese had the best review of the show. It wasn't a bad show. It wasn't a good show. It was it's a, a show. Look, folks, there's a lot of TV to fill. So much mm-hmm. TV. So much cooking TV. There's yes. a lot. It's not going to yeah. be all be bad or good. Some of it's just going to be TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? It's sort of like food in that way. Not all food's going to be good. Not all food's going to be bad. There's yeah. gonna be food. Some of it, it just is gonna be food. It is what it is. Um, this show did, in the middle of it, have a brief history of the Flamingo restaurant that they would be cooking at. They just kind of told you the history of it, like all the people that used to go to it, which included lots of mafia. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like that, and there was also shots of um, buildings you know, imploding and stuff like that. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not really sure what they were trying to tell the us. The Vegas ship is changing and here's a building falling down. Yes. So, you know, you can watch it for that, but honestly, you can skip it. You don't have to watch it. Yeah, you don't need to watch it. Mm-mm. Tom, you know, I don't know much you could take. I like the idea of it being like a job application. Maybe do that. Mm-hmm. 
All right, that's Vegas next prize fight. <clears throat> uh, next up, let's uh, let's do chefs. I prepared for you. Yeah, this is a segment we do every week where we talk about we talk about what we had for dinner last night and only last night, and present it to you as if we're presenting it to the judges on top. Chef, I'll begin. Chefs, I prepared for you. I ordered for you mm-hmm. Detroit style pizza and homemade arugula salad with lemon and lime juice, freshly squeezed. Mm, yes. Sprite. You put Sprite on it. I did. I okay. I, Brian <laughs> caught me. I poured Sprite. On it. Well, you like I it? Poured nice Sprite and on it, and then I drained it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I slapped it up. Yeah. <laughs> well, you keep trying to get your Sprite pizza flavored Sprite off the ground, and it's like no one really will yeah. like put any money into any of the like creation yeah. of the flavors. So you're like, I got to do this myself. Everyone keeps saying that the dough is too sugary, and I'm like. Well, it's because I'm not using water. I'm using Sprite. Yeah, exactly. I do want to point out that I said Sprite only because Jamal said lemon and lime, and not because no he other thinks reason. black people no, love for Sprite. No other reason. <laughs> no other reason. That's not why. If that's what you're thinking, you're like, did he say Sprite because Jamal's black and black people traditionally like Sprite, and they're in almost every Sprite commercial? No, that's not it. That's not it. Just because he said it was just a lime. coincidence. Yeah, just, just a coincidence. coincidence. Just the specific you picked out. Just because the Drake yeah. robot runs on Sprite does not mean Yeah, doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean anything. You guys remember that commercial when he was Drake robot mm-hmm. running on Sprite? Mm-hmm. First name, well, greatest, last name ever. Like now that robot boy, runs on, to play with. Now that robot runs on Tabasco sauce. Mm-hmm. Chefs, I prepare for you roasted chicken with asparagus. Okay. That's it. Mm-hmm. I've done this before on the podcast. It's a Ooh. it's a staple I like to do. Your little buttermilk brine with some salt. Right, right, right. The buttermilk brine. Yeah, two I did it for two days this time. Wow. Very juicy. Very nice. You know, I'm thinking about getting a food delivery service and start locking some uh some recipes. Mm-hmm. Oh, you mean like a the blue apron or whatever? Uh blue apron or um HelloFresh or Chef. Or home chef or green chef, whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. I might get back in the game. Get back in the game. Mix it up a little. Do you, so you, did you pan roast the asparagus? I I just threw it in the oven at the on another shelf. Okay, with the, I was going to uh, say, because nice. the chicken takes up the whole oven, I would it think. So oh, big. it's such a big chicken. So big. I put it right on the bottom. And, and we all know Reese is a size queen. So mm-hmm. It's got to be, I, I got to get the biggest chicken possible. And I spend most of my time with a plunger trying to get it in to the oven and then like, you know, taping the oven closed so it stays that mm-hmm. way. And then, then he has to make sure the plunger goes back in the bathroom because coming out, trust me, it's also going to be big. Yes, exactly. It's yep. got to live there as well. <laughs> so I roasted the chicken. It was good. Staple. Nice. Sounds good. Do you, so you have lots of chicken chicken left over. What yes. do you do with that? Just snack on it, sandwiches throughout the oh, week, or do you do... You better believe it. It's like I'm doing chicken sandwiches. I'm doing chicken tacos. I'm doing chicken salad. Love a chicken salad. It's like a Forrest Gump bit. Yeah. I'm doing a lot of things it, with it. If Tom was heard this menu, he'd be like, oh, great. Like, apparently, I'm a peasant. Because the poorhouse, apparently, is where Reeves lives. So Why don't you pissed. get a job, bum? And it did happen in the episode. He had to address chicken, and he was so pissed about it annoyed yeah okay <clears throat> chefs last night i prepared mm-hmm. for you mm-hmm. procured for you <laughs> chick-fil-a that i ate in a car and okay cool and i'll tell you why okay and i'll tell you why here's the story i apologize that we're at 26 minutes and we're diving into to another story but this is what the show is guys yeah and also mm-hmm. they're not listening to this part so it's okay yeah, yeah. no one listens you're this skipping part it yeah. you're skipping it here we go I went to a a wrestling a professional wrestling school's open house. Holy shit! <laughs> oh, and it was it was a forty minute drive from here. It started at seven o'clock, so left at six. Right about dinner time, went to Chick Fil A first. Sat in the parking lot, ate my Chick Fil A, and then went inside and proceeded to watch thirty minutes of a wrestling class, mm-hmm. and then get talked to by the um by the head trainer for about an hour mm-hmm. and then watched some matches and then went home. Okay. So you didn't partake in any wrestling? No, this was a watch, talk to the trainer. If you're interested, sign up. <clears throat> you're not, auditing. You're auditing the you, class. Yes. Yes. 
And the talk with the teacher, did it go, did he say anything like, hey, listen, no one's going to steal my heat, brother. No one's going to get into my spot, man. Okay, dude, you guys are going to get in there and you're going to get me over, brother, because no one's taking my heat, man. You dudes going to do the right thing and put me over. You better do it, bro. Yeah. Like, he had us sitting in the room by ourselves for like a few minutes. Then the lights went out, came back up. He came in. Okay. Oh, man, dripping in baby oil as Mm -hmm. orange as you could be. Mm -hmm. And he was like, listen here, brother. Mm -hmm. He was like, you're not going to take my heat, brother. Yeah. And he kept pointing at everyone. He's like, you're going to take my heat, brother. He had to say like, no, sir. He's like, that's right, brother. And he would do the macho man fingers. (laughs) And then he would go on these like. The macho man is back. And I'm in effect right now. Okay. The macho man is here. Chick-fil-A, baby. I haven't had it before, but I love it. Yeah. Macho Man, what do you think of Gran Torino? I think it's a bad movie. Ooh, okay, yeah, okay. Macho Man thinks that. Yeah, it just, uh, I don't want to point this out, but it, Brian, you do see that this looks like this, this spam man with a Macho Man mask on. <laughs> you know, now oh, I think about it, yeah, yeah. spam is not the spam sort man. of like Slim Jims, or sort of the same thing. Very similar. I'm not the spam. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm not the spam. Spam man team. Oh, okay. okay, man. You gotta go. I don't I don't like you in my space. So you gotta go. You gotta go. The spam man is like <laughs> Oh no, he's going to the top man. rope. He's gonna drop the elbow he's on him. Drop the elbow. <laughs> Get out go away. No, stop. Get off the chair. Take in fact, take the chair out to Clint. He's marrying Elizabeth in Jamal's <sighs> living room. It's okay. right there. Right okay, and Brian's joking Elizabeth. about that. Brian's joking about that, but that was one of the most beautiful moments I've ever seen on television. Is when it really Macho was. Man and everyone and Elizabeth Smith got together and finally got married <laughs> after finally. he thought that she was trying to get with Hulk Hogan, but she was not. Okay, and she took him back. He made an honest woman out of her, and she made him settle down. Mm-hmm. Man, did you guys watch that Macho Man uh, Dark Side of the Ring? Oh, I don't watch that. The, the, those documentaries are too yeah. depressing. I can't. Yeah, you'd be real sad. I did not. Yeah. I did not. So yeah, Does I went it? to an open house for Create a, po- <laughs> create a Pro Wrestler, um, which has produced such wrestling talents as Anthony Bowens, Max Caster, MJF, both Bears of Bear Country, Chris Statlander. And now it's being run. The head trainer is a WWE producer. And I learned what that is. A producer. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. He produced things. So he produces shit. So that's nice. <laughs> he, We're showing television. He produced low ratings he, year after year. He said that he mostly works with the women. Um, mm. And he was like, you know, we, we, we do. We put it on a show. Yes. We put on a show. Hey, guy, if you can't get excited about it, why do you expect your audience to? Yeah, he he's stoked about it. It's like a cool job. I think it's one of the jobs that like I think anyone would take that job if you were like trying to be a wrestler and they're like, hey, do you want to come be a producer? You'd be like, yeah, yes, uh, yeah, I'm gonna join the circus and I'm gonna do wrestling at nighttime when I'm off. Yeah. So, so Brian, I don't know. What yes. does this mean for you? This means you're leaving the improv life for the <laughs> wrestling life. So, okay. So professional wrestling and improv are the same thing. Exact mm-hmm. same thing. It literally is the fucking same thing. Mm-hmm. You pay a thousand bucks for <laughs> three months of classes. Mm-hmm. After the three months of classes, if you're good enough, there are more advanced classes you can go to. If not, mm-hmm. you can repeat the three months again, but you're on a month by month pay scale. Uh-huh. And what happens is if you get good enough, they will have student shows where you can do wrestling in front of people. Wow. He might pick you. Are these bringer like, shows where you bring like, your family and friends? They might be. He might pick you to do their because because they put on shows there. If you're going to make it put on a show there, mm-hmm. you might get picked to do spots different places. <clears> and it really tr- – I was sitting there and I was like, this is fucking UCB. It's the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. You're like sort of promised these things but like not promised these things. Mm-hmm. It's like this could do this. But not everyone gets this. But you're like, well, I'm here for this. And just like doing improv, you do have to provide a copy of your MRI before you can start a class. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. They want to make sure that everything's okay. And they checked yours. And they're like, your brain is basically matches Hulk Hogan's right now. <laughs> Bumblebee. <laughs> I couldn't get into the Joe Winger game class. <laughs> uh, no, but if, if I was in better shape, I would have. I would have. I'd sign up for it. Oh, what do you mean better shape? You got the cabs for it. You could do it. No. You could be the I'd calf get, man. I'd get winded after like the first. That could be your thing. 
No, my character is Fat Gene. I've already discussed it. Um, Fat Gene's trying to steal my heat, brother. (laughs) (laughs) You ain't gonna take it all, you Fat Gene. I don't think so, baby. Did you see Fat Gene out there, man? That dude was trying to steal my heat, brother. We gotta get him out of here, man. (laughs) A lot of people here are here to see Fat Gene, but I gotta tell you, he's not gonna take my heat, brother. Fat Gene is the modern day Dusty Rhodes, and that's just like what it is. Um... (laughs) And he's coming for your heat. Yeah. <laughs> he's coming for my heat. Oh! <laughs> Wolfpack. Well, I, that sounds very exciting. Um, I, I hope it works out for you. I hope that you don't piss off, you know, that producer too much, even though it does sound like you're trying yeah. to steal his heat. Um, <laughs> I think I might have you know stated it, it on this podcast before that I would, if I was ever to be involved with wrestling, I would absolutely want to be a manager. I feel like I would be great so, at it and I would love yes, to do you would it. Be. That was one thing he was like, does anyone here want to be like a ref or like a manager? And I was kind of like, you know, I could see myself being a manager because you still have to go through wrestling training and know how to wrestle. But you're just there to fall down and take a bump every now and then. And that seems yeah. like a lot of fun. I can, I'll be fuck, fuck right now, man. Shit. I'll look and I'll hold the urn. And dude, walk out oh, there with fucking chalk dude, on my face. That guy was legendary. Palmer, man. Yeah. You got the Come gift on. of gab too, Brian. Yeah. You got to get out yeah. there and get, get, get under that mic. mic. Yeah. 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 Undertaker! Okay. So, improv and wrestling. Common threads. We'll be right back after this. Wow. I'll take it. Pod Chef. And we're back. Pod Chef, Season 5, Episode 8. Top Chef, Season 4, Episode 8. Nailed it. First time. threads. Yeah, I always nail it. Perfect. I always nail it. There's never any editing for like... 14 takes. I don't Brian edit anything do. on this podcast. So Nothing if it sounds the like there's a weird yeah. jump, it's just how we talk. It's mm. just how we talk. I sometimes, and then we finish, you know? Yeah. And so if maybe that's you what thought happens. it sounded like on the last episode, it sounded like Jamal made a reference to something that Reeves said earlier in the podcast that maybe we cut about a particular performer with improv thing. No. That didn't no, happen. It didn't happen. Mm, no. And also, you didn't even listen to that part anyway. So why do you care? Yeah. Yeah. Was I supposed to cut that part? Maybe, but I didn't. Yeah. Because I don't cut yeah. anything. Yeah, you're asking questions. Trust me, he doesn't cut anything. All right. No. The people who are who have paid for the Patreon know that he doesn't cut anything. Yeah. You pay the Patreon, you get the filthy bits, and you it's every, the, everything everyone else and gets. And it's too. everything that everyone else gets. Mm-hmm. It's all filthy. We're some couple filthy boys. All right. So finally, top there's chef. proof in Top Chef. Press play on your VCR. Press, mm-hmm. Will you stop listening and press play for a second? Look, take out the Fox <sighs> and the Hound VHS that's currently in there. I know you Get keep it watching it there. because you want to cry because it's the winter and we're all sad. Oh, Take it out. Dog. We'll always be friends forever. And put in Top Chef Season 4, Episode 8, Common yep. Threads, and stop watching Fox and the Hound stop right now. Stop watching. Too sad. All right. So we Too start sad. off. It's super sad. We start off this episode. We finally got proof that the chefs brush their teeth. Yes. Because for whatever reason, we started with a montage of people brushing their teeth. Because people have been asking about it. Like, Tom told us they got a lot of letters that were like, do these chefs brush their teeth? People kept saying, you keep doing stuff for the feet freaks. What about the teeth freaks? Mm-hmm. Let's see. Representation those, matters. Those pearly whites. Yeah. Okay. So they showed all the chefs with um, toothbrushes in their mouths going mm-hmm. up and down, you know? Mm-hmm. Proof that they are people. They're human, you know? We go right to the quick fire. Guess what, everyone? Sound the alarms. It's a commercial. It's a freaking commercial. It's a commercial quick fire, baby. We got Art Smith in there, personal chef too. Two. Oprah. Oprah. And no, uh, you do not say. You mean okra? No, it's Oprah, mm-hmm. right? It's Oprah, and he's her yeah. personal chef. You and only they... make that. You only make that mistake one time. You call Oprah Oprah one time and you're done. Mm. You know what? Now you're bringing up Oprah. I want to mention something. Michelle Obama's birthday is after my birthday. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting because I always write on her Facebook page and her Instagram, happy birthday. You say happy birthday, queen. I say happy birthday, queen. And she usually likes the post and she's like, thank you very much. And I'm like, isn't it nice for a friend that you know to say happy birthday on your birthday? And she's like, she'll like continue commenting like, yeah, it's nice. I'm like, yeah, I know it's nice. And then you, for take someone... that to, you take it to the DMs and the conversation continues. Yeah, I'm like, are you not understanding? My birthday is one day before yours, and you never say happy birthday to me. She goes, can you believe this is what she said? Oh, happy belated birthday. Is she in on it now? Is she in on the prank now? 
I mean, she's the first lady. How? And I, we, we kind of get into conspiracy theories sometimes on this show, and it maybe yeah. is bad, but how deep does this prank go? Right. How far does it reach? We're talking Pretty close it to go, the top, it sounds like. This all is, the way to the government. And I'm like, okay. Is Russia involved? Mm, I don't know. I didn't see a Ukraine? Only Crimea. I only have friends in Crimea. Russia is the one that pranked Jamal, okay? It wasn't me. It was Russia <laughs> the whole time. Holy I'm going to get them to prank them again. Okay, and Trump's gonna, here. Holy crap. They'll prank them again, and there's nothing that Sleepy Joe can do about it, okay? I'm the only one. I'm the only one that can save Jamal from getting pranked, okay? <laughs> you got to reelect me. It's the only way. <laughs> If that's the way to get people to say happy birthday and not prank me the de- next day, I might do it. Jamal votes for his own interests. <laughs> the next <Yep>. four years, <laughs> the next four years are Jamal's getting pranks in the streets nonstop. Okay, it's out of control. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's not a Starbucks safe. Yeah, smash window. That's a prank. All these blue states are pranking me. All these fat people in their mother's basements pranking Jamal. <laughs> Enough. Enough of the pranks. So I just thought I'd bring that up because you know. I message her on her birthday. She won't return the favor. But so it's a freaking Uncle Ben's commercial. And does Uncle Ben's exist anymore? Or did they change the name of it? I was going to say. They changed the name, I think, to um, Cousin Tom. Uncle, Uncle Cracker? <laughs> Kid, Kid Rock's best friend? <laughs> yeah, Uncle Cracker. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You don't know how you met me. You that is the fucking why. worst song in the world. No, it's great. Um... So they have to cook something in 15 minutes or less. Padma does a great job of introducing of introducing this Uncle Ben's rice by never saying that it tastes good, mm-hmm. but also never saying that it tastes bad, nope. just saying that it's food. And this is like what we talked about earlier. She just says, it's quick and it's rice. Here you go. Yes. Which I don't think she would be allowed to do if she was... If this was sponsored by Rice Aroni, I think they'd be like, "No, no, no! You must tell people that it's good." And this is the problem that you know traditionally black brands that aren't black brands that are using our faces they don't understand. You gotta make sure that they say it tastes good. Mm-hmm. You can't just say that it's quick and cheap. Stop associating, you know, Aunt Jemima, quick and cheap, know, Mrs. Buttersworth, quick and cheap, you know, Uncle Ben. Stop associating that with quick and cheap. And do we need awesome. to also cancel Uncle Ben from Spider-Man? Does he need okay. to get out of here as well? I think so. He can't make a risotto. That's true. That's for sure. Because, yeah, no. well, he's freaking in the grave, so that's part of the problem. But Yeah. Yeah. So Antonia did rice and salad, which I didn't really think. I was like, I guess I have had that, and that's pretty good. But apparently it's really good because she killed it. She won. That's what I get from Kaba every time I go. They got a rice and greens bowl. Well, I'll be honest. She also um, put a steak on the plate. So. Oh, yeah. That's smart. Yeah, so put a steak on a plate. That's kind of how you win yeah. these things. So let's let's talk about what Mark did, shall we? Let's listen. Miso glazed turkey breast uh, on top of a warm salad of whole grain brown rice, sugar snap peas, and grapes. It's laced with a little bit of kick-up manis and chili. I need a sauce. I need sauce, and I need um, this chicken not to be so tough. It's, it's turkey. Tough. Oh, turkey, yep. excuse me. I think the miso glaze might have helped it out a lot. It's a little dry. A little dry. Okay. Thank you, Mark. Thank, Thank you very much. much. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to, you know, be in the top three on this one. Mm. What gave it away? Oh, it's turkey. I literally <laughs> just said that it was turkey when I was explaining <laughs> it. Padma's not paying attention, just face down in the food. She's like, this yeah. chicken tastes like shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's turkey, mate. That's turkey. Yeah. Still shit. It's awful. That's probably why it's so dry. That's a bad idea. Who the fuck does turkey for anything on Top Chef unless you're told to do turkey because of Thanksgiving at Tom Colicchio's house. Mark seems like fun guy, nice guy. Probably great good for the cook. podcast if we could get him. Yeah. Oh my god, that'd be so yeah, great. time difference though. Oh god. He's got a lot of backwards ideas on what he's gonna cook. You guys been to New Zealand? I have. It's quite nice. No, but I want to go Lord of the Rings. Yes, Lord of the Rings. I got turned away at the border, but that's a whole thing I don't have time to get into. Oh, okay. because you weren't vaccinated. That and other things. Djokovic. Hmm? Djokovic. That is his last name? Tennis guy? Yes. Australian tennis guy couldn't come over here because he's... Yeah, that's not why I... That's not the issue I had. Oh, okay. I wish it was that simple. Okay. Okay. Well, we don't have to get into it. Because he had a bunch of fruit that you can't bring fruit into foreign countries. 
No. I don't want to get into it. I literally said I don't want to get into it. Okay. We, we should respect his space. Yeah. Okay. Maybe you'll tell me later. It's because I was black. Okay. <laughs> oh. Um, so let's, let's talk about this. They go to the, uh, elimination and guess what they have to do, everyone? Well, wait, Antonia wins with her, <coughs> with her salad rice. Did we say yeah, whoop-dee-doo, Antonia wins with her rice salad with skirt steak, arugula, red onions, and cherry tomatoes. And Mark's food you. needed a sauce. Mm-hmm. Well, he should have, um. Need sauce. He should have. Do you know if he tastes the sauce with a, with a spoon? Mm, put your finger in it. He's done it before. Because if he did... And maybe it was bad. He may have trolled the sauce. Yeah, out. maybe that's what happened. He drew You're the taught sauce if it's out. bad, throw it out. I want to start just like going to places and eating food and be like, I need sauce. And they'll be like, okay, what do you want? I'm like, just us, any a sauce. sauce. Can I, can I get a sauce? sauce? I shouldn't have to tell you. Can I get a sauce? Give me, you know, some people. This some chicken's people over... dry. <laughs> so you you're eating a steak. steak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she can fucking dry it and eat sauce. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, turkey is very dry. <laughs> I have a. <laughs> what was that? I thought you had something. Yeah, no, I do. Okay. I I have a stupid story that I was going to share, but I I wasn't going to do it. Then I said so, so. I will. A friend who would eat turkey sandwiches from a deli, but he doesn't eat mayonnaise. He would get butter on his turkey sandwiches because he needed some sort of sauce. So he's could like, you imagine butter sauce? Well, Butter makes everything. Is he doing better. okay now? He wasn't doing okay then. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Yep. So Antonio wins. Turned into butter. Um, they have this. Okay, so time for the elimination challenge. Yes. They were is, told to make a healthy, simple, and flavorful meal for a family of four using only ten dollars. And let's and, adjust for inflation. Hold on a second. Yeah, let's talk about this. A lot of people are thinking, like, right now in 2022, $10? You can't buy nothing with $10. Can't. This is 2008? Oh, my mm-hmm. God. You're a rich person with yep. $10. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Let me freaking do the math here of uh, 546. That's a million years ago. Yeah, okay? it's a million years yep. ago. And a lot of people don't understand, like, yes, like, one thing of three chicken breasts is $10 now. But back then, it was like... Four dollars, okay. You buy so the store with ten dollars. Buy yeah. a store with ten dollars, and then like not stock it. You'd have like a dollar left over to stock. Yeah, you have a dollar left over. You go to McDonald's and get the whole menu, the whole menu for a dollar, and put it in the on the shelves and upcharge it. It'd be fine. I cannot fathom having ten dollars to spend. Well, so this is a million dollars, but like. They were getting like fresh veg. Like when when she was like ten dollars at Whole Foods, I was like, no. I think it costs well, ten dollars to go into Whole. Yeah, Foods, there's right? a cover charge. I mean, yeah, you now. could at least get a couple of lobsters. I know now. So, so that, that motherfucker said. <laughs> he said, "Yeah, we know that <laughs> lobsters a good price." But Andrew says, "With making meal ten dollars, so I guess I'm not making lobster tartine or whatever." And it's like, yeah, fucking, of course not. Of course not. That's the. People, this is this really showed like the like how different people are raised because like Stephanie's like my mom only made gourmet food. I don't what is pork ten dollars? Yeah, the fuck am I gonna do with this? She had no concept of money. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I I didn't think I was going to like Andrew. I thought the first episode I was like this guy is just gonna annoy me, and I'm just gonna pick a lot of clips of him saying crazy stuff. (laughs) I like Andrew. I think he's endearing. I think he's You're like starting to see some of yourself in a moment. I think that's what it is. I think he's a guy that like shouldn't probably be there, but he cooks good food. <clears throat> he's maybe not mm-hmm. on the level of Blaze, and maybe he wants to be like a Blaze or a Dale, and he's not like that. But you know, he's just he's very honest with who he is. Yeah. Just a good just a guy. Just a just a chef. Just a chef. So when they're in Whole Foods, this is one of the longest shopping segments they've ever done. Yeah, it was. I mean, we are in Whole Foods for a good chunk of the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then they cut back to the house and this is a big mistake. I thought Antonia was going home because what'd she do? She admitted she misses her kids. Yep. Uh-oh. She called her kid. Uh-oh. You know who's not winning? Someone who misses their kids. Yes. Yeah. It's true. Does she have you tattoos? Ooh. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Mm-mm. Misses her kids and has tattoos. You're going home. She, do you think she's ever used a phone before? Well, she had mastery of it in this episode. But she was like holding the phone away from her face. Uh-huh. And it was like a flip phone with the flip opening away from her. 
and the speakerphone's like talking into it like the back of the phone. So we all had a flip phone at one point in time. Those things were so complicated. Mm-hmm. You remember the razor? I would turn open that thing up and I'd be like, start shaving with it. And Cut I'd yourself. Like, yeah. This is not one. And like people on the other end, I'd hear be like, hello? Hello? I'm like, I'm trying to shave. Like, Can you give me a second? Mm-hmm. Close shave. I always like and- flipping it open. I gotta oh, make a call. yeah. Flip that bad boy open. Try and get yeah. on the internet five minutes later. And then can't see anything. Flip it back closed. Yeah. Do you guys have a sidekick? I wanted a sidekick so bad, oh, but I couldn't get oh one. Oh my god, I couldn't get one either. My friend had one though. He was so cool. It was very cool to have a sidekick. Oh, he was so All cool. Cordy keyboard, full Cordy oh, keyboard. You're texting. Man, he was so cool. Flip. Isn't there a basketball player that used the BlackBerry until recently and just found out that like they discontinued it? That's fun if it is true. I'm trying to ruin it. There's someone that's it's like, like Shaq or somebody. That yeah, I only I like the keyboard. I only use the BlackBerry. That um, sounds. And this yeah, was like I, a year ago. Right. Yeah, I think that's right. Anyway, so Antonio misses her kids, but guess what, Antonio? We've got some ma- um, stand-in kids that are going to come, mm. and they're going to help you cook your meal because that's what happens. <clears throat> they employ child labor on Top Chef. Yeah. Mm. And don't worry, they all came in with their assigned forms from their parents so they mm-hmm. can do this. Mm-hmm. Um, so now all the kids have to, all the chefs have to cook with a kid as a sous chef. And let's, let's listen to Spike interact with his kid. I'm going to bake some apples. That's a pro. That's that's pro. All right. You got yourself? Yeah, sorry. No. Well, come, up, come over here. Within 30 seconds of having a peel in his hand, my kid is bleeding. It's a minor little cut. Yeah, a little bit. Does it burn? A little bit. You, you know what the saying is? You cut yourself, it's good luck. I'm amazed. Just to see a kid cut himself with the peeler, get right back into doing what he needs to do, impressed me uh, tremendously. You got a girlfriend, Alex? No. Not yet. Not yet, that's what... Yeah, Alex can't be tied down. He's like, do you have a girlfriend, Spike? Yeah. Spike's like, do you yeah, have he's a like, well, Spike? I'm going to take your girl. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you better not let her near me, Spike. And then he, sh- he shows him his name tag and says, Alex, a.k.a. Mr. Steal Your Girl. <laughs> <laughs> and Spike's like, oh my god! Yeah. When take a close look at this at this part, when he says "not yet," he does that thing like when you're shaking a dip can. He's like, "Not yet, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. The not, yet. <laughs> not yet." <laughs> but uh, give me a couple hours. Like uh, yeah. a baller. He's like, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> I want a lip. He's like, not uh, with you around, Spike. You're cramping my style. Yeah. <laughs> Go sit over next to the sinks. I'm trying to pick up some of these ladies. Yo, I think in one up? of the I think in one of the other cuts, uh, Spike asks him, "Hey, do you have a girlfriend?" He goes, "Oh, great. I'm with the Virgin." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because what you don't see is he when he said not yet. Spike asked for tips. Yeah, <laughs> Spike's, Spike's like, like uh, follow up question: How did you get a girl? How do I get a girlfriend? <laughs> How did you do it? These girls hate and, these hats I'm wearing. <laughs> yeah. And Spike, if you don't like any of this, come on the podcast. Yeah, man. <laughs> Spike was like, look, dude, most of these women are lesbians here. I don't know what to do. <laughs> this is probably what he was thinking. Um, yeah, Spike, if you don't like any of this talk, come on the podcast. Please beat me up on the <clears throat> podcast. <laughs> Seriously. Let's have a fight. But that kid survived. He, he survived. He got a bandage over his finger. And then Tom showed up, right? Tom shows up Oof. and he wants to spy on the kids and yeah, see what's does. happening. And man, is he concerned about some possible injuries happening? Because mm-hmm. there's a kid in one cutaway who's like slamming a pot <laughs> on the yeah. table, and he's mm-hmm. you can see Tom go, "Watch your yeah, fingers! Like, watch your fingers! Watch your fingers! Watch your fingers!" <laughs> he was terrified. Um, Tom was brought in to scare the kids and to mm-hmm. upset them because he forced oh, hold them. On a to, go ahead. Hold on a second. Let me just take my pen out. Scare the kids. Check mark. That was done. Yes. Go ahead. Um, he was trying to upset them and he liked to put them on the spot and ask them what they were cooking. And those kids were like, I don't even, I don't even know what I'm doing here. To be honest, (laughs) this guy over here keeps trying to get me to eat beets. I don't want to eat beets. I want a hot dog. I'm a kid. (laughs) One of the, one of the kids was like, this lady keeps talking about this is a vegetarian dish and there's no meat in it. And I'm like, I kind of like meat. And she keeps pushing it on me. You've never had a curry? Do you like spicy food? Yeah. Okay. Great. Okay, okay. Good talk. Do you yeah. like this? Do you know where New Zealand is? No. Neither do I, mate. <laughs> then like, they talk. <laughs> he asked her where she was from. She said Mexico. He's like, oh, I'm from a little place called New Zealand. 
She's like, yeah, I fucking know where New Zealand yeah, is. I know where I'm at is. the age where I see a map every day at school. They're always like, here's New Zealand. I, I get it. Tom stopped by Spike Station and said, well, I know one of you fucks. <laughs> and he was like, not this guy. And he pointed to Spike. Yeah. Spike's back <laughs> and was then turned. And that kid fucking did a big old high five. <laughs> yeah. and did like yeah. slam. Like Spike's back up. was turned and he was whisking something. And he just heard that. And he like kind of looked over his shoulder. Yeah. Hoping that Tom would say, I'm talking about you. But he'd never. And then Tom this. knocked his fedora off. Was like yeah. nerd. So not <laughs> Pretty much the, that most of that conversation was Tom and Alex were just kind of like shoulder to shoulder, kind of like shooting the shit to each other. Yeah. And Spike was kind of leaning in. Spike was like, hey, Alex, can you help me with this? And they're just like shaking their head. They're like, this fucking guy. I don't know what's wrong with it. He's like, so Alex, are you going to the, you going to the club afterwards? So just, like, yeah. Go down. Maybe you and I can go. We can. <laughs> like I don't, I don't know what I'm doing later. I don't know, Spike was like, "I like the club." He was like, yeah, no one cares. Yeah. <laughs> you mean Alex talked about girls earlier? And Alex was like, "No, I fucking was nerd ass. People had a girlfriend." I mean, I was... <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> so Antonia cries when she sees little kids. Yeah. <laughs> yep. She cries when she saw them. <clears throat> um. Let's see here. Uh, I don't understand why Nikki's still in this competition. That's just me. She's top three. Uh, she uh, yeah, is this episode. Still here. This episode. Not not leading up to this episode, that's for sure. It's pretty incredible because she is not good at this show. <laughs> but, no. I, I, you know, there's, you know not to get into Survivor again, but there are some people that could just somehow fly under the radar and not do yep. anything and just last and just not yeah. mess up when everyone else is messing up. And all it takes is for them to keep eliminating people for then the radar to reach them. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, now I'm in, I'm caught in the radar and people are catching up to all the bad that I'm doing. Can we talk about the fact that Mark made cinnamon rice? We can't. Here's something I'm worried about. Brian looks to be frozen. Mm-hmm. Oh, am I, was I just... oh, there he is. <laughs> Thank Were God. you just doing a face the whole doing... time? Yeah, that... I was like biting my lip, bro. Is that what it was? I was just like yes. chewing. Okay, were... so here we go. Behind the candelabra, I was, um, my lips are a little chapped, and I was kind of like just like chewing the skin falling off my lips, and I was Holy reading shit. Jamal's notes. So I was just like, oh my I guess I didn't realize I just like wasn't moving for like, a couple, like 15 seconds. You were frozen. <laughs> that is incredible. Holy crap. It's a gift That's I have. scary. Uh, Called not moving. <laughs> so I guess we can move past the cinnamon rice. <laughs> yes. I don't know why the girl and the goat decided to mix tomatoes and peanut butter. I don't know where that's ever worked before. I think she knows what she's doing. She doesn't know yeah. what she's doing. She has. She got her head. Yeah. She anything that involves not doing like um, good food or something that is mm-hmm. like she can kind of pick what she wants and be creative. Yeah. She she Kobe just, beef. Yeah. She. Tends to struggle with it. Um, it's amazing how it turns back out. Down good restaurant, though. She got a great restaurant. Connors. Food's good. Um, you know what's not good? Blaze being inappropriate. About today, I want to win this competition, but just the whole experience of seeing these kids, seeing Antonia cry. I want to go home and I, I, I want to make some babies, some little blazes. So we're not here to kink shame people. No, we're not. But now we know what his thing is blaze my office <laughs> he he saw all these little kids and wanted to go home and bone his wife i mean what I, did you say on tv blaze come in sit down shut the door i was thinking it was the whole uh saw antonia crying and that just some, for some oh. reason got him excited <laughs> 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 Ooh, lady tears. Blaze, my office now. My office now. You think it's funny? <laughs> Do you think, think it's funny? To, yeah. Do you find women crying erotic? You find it erotic when I cry, Blaze? <laughs> is this, getting you, crying is this getting you horny? Yeah. Do you want to milk me, Blaze? Yeah, I have I have nipples, Blaze. Can you milk me? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Antonia wins. Let's listen. This elimination challenge. The winner is. Antonia. It was the best challenge that I could have won. Honestly, if I didn't win that challenge, that would have been embarrassing. 
Like the mom can't cook food for the kids. <laughs> that one goes straight to my daughter. Congratulations. Okay, so did she win or did her daughter just win? Because this sounds like a dish her daughter's pretty good at making. Yeah. Um, are you allowed to use recipes that your daughter or son wrote for you on the show? That seems cheating. That seems right? like cheating to me. So maybe you should mm. give back your title. Antonia, office now. I, I know that Tom showed me the form you have to sign when you sign on to like do Top Chef. And it does say you can't get help from your kids at home. You just can't do it. You have to be able to show your own work and not get help from your kids at home. Mm -hmm. And it seems like she did that exact thing. You know what? We saw that phone call yeah. with her daughter. We saw mm -hmm. some of it. We didn't see all of it. Yeah, exactly. we saw that backwards phone call. She was yeah, probably she like, could have been... hey, maybe can you maybe read me that recipe that you came up with before we left? Sure thing, Mom. She's like, yeah. Mommy, you mean my chicken stir fry with vegetables and whole mean... wheat noodles? She's like, yeah, that's the Here one. Here you go, one. Mommy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, by the way, if you're out there and you just had a baby, congratulations and condolences. Mm -hmm. So uh, let's talk about Call the back. couscous is loose at the judge's table. <laughs> And you're under the it really loose. The, the couscous was loose. Um, Pama says that it was disgusting and awful, yeah. mm -hmm. and she looked like she was on the verge of murdering people. Yeah, she was so angry about it. And Stephanie Mark made a curve, it. so and it sucked. Yeah, yeah. And and Tom nervously laughed when Mark was like. Yeah, I can tell you don't like me. And Tom's like, what? He's on to me. I like you. What do you mean? Of course I like you. You're the uh, you're the the uh, the Aussie guy. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oh yeah, what's what's my name? It's like you're like <laughs> your name. Like, what like your Ryan? name's Cram, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? <laughs> your, your name's Cram. Okay, <laughs> I know it. I read it right here. You're Cram. Your name's Cram. You made that whole that rice dish. That's the uh, thing you, I remember. You did that rice. You did that tapioca dish. Yeah. To me, know. it seemed like Girl in the Goat's food was worse than Mark's food. Yep. Yeah. I mean, you'll hear it when Mark goes away, when he's eliminated, because he's going to be eliminated. But he goes, I was surprised to go. She was, she's been at the bottom a lot. Yeah. And so she made bad, <clears throat> awful couscous. So let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. Is the show fixed? This is what we need to talk about, because if I bring up <clears throat> what her stance has been for the last three weeks, the girl and the goat, she was in week six. She was high. She was high for three weeks, but now she's been low for three weeks and she's kind of been passed on. So is she riding the wave of, of winning the first two of three weeks, then finishing high the next six weeks. Is she riding that wave? But like the judge is like, we know you're better than this. So we're not going to get rid of you because I'll give you a spoiler alert. She's back in the winter circle next week. Spoiler alert. Spider-Man. So, so think about this. She's she's in the low twice. Usually when someone's in the low twice, they're out very quickly after that. I mean, you look at the numbers before her. Anyone who's in the low two weeks in a row, they're in trouble. Yeah, it just didn't, I don't know. It didn't seem that the curry, the curry was too sweet and Tom got it rid of there. But Tom's like, look, it's not because I don't like you. I'd love to get a beer with you after this. I'd love, yeah. yeah. look, I don't dislike you. Let's go get a beer. And Mark was yeah. like, fuck you. <laughs> no. Mark looked at him and said, it's called a pint. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. We only drink pints, mate. Yeah, let's listen to Mark Eliminated. Mark, please pack your knives and go. And just for the record, again, I, I don't dislike you. You've been a great competitor. You've been fun to be around. And I'm sure we'll catch up after this and share a beer. Our pint, as you guys say. Thanks. Bye, Mike. I was very surprised to be told to go home. You know, Top Chef has definitely been a, st a stepping stone and a very great learning experience for me. I'll be going home tonight. Yeah. If I could say anything to my fellow chefs, it would be rock on, Rocco. They're a great bunch of people to work with, and I definitely, you know, learn some stuff from these guys. Is that they're giving us yeah. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. I think the measure of a really good chef is the ability to get back up and climb to the top again. I'll just continue to walk towards my goals of, you know, one day opening a restaurant. And, yeah, I'll just keep cooking the best way I know how.
Do you think he was making up what he wanted to do on the spot there? Yeah, he doesn't want to do anything. Uh, maybe it's just the cadence of how people talk in New Zealand, but it sounded like eh, it's just going to maybe open a restaurant. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, keep cooking, you know. I have to. That's what I do, right? Uh, yep. And, okay, um, I'm going to walk home. If I ever see Tom Colicchio, I'll tell him the fuck right off. It's a pint. It's a pint, mate. I don't, I don't know. Tom, this is in the past, so Tom clearly didn't see this, but recently in a basketball game, uh, Steven Adams um, picked up another man mm. and just like walked him away from a confrontation. Nice. And based on that, I would never mess with anyone from New Zealand or Australia just because like I know they can do that. Yeah, they can pick you up like you're like a little doll. And just like set it's not somewhere else. Yes. Like I'm a baby. Say, like I'm a baby who needs to go bye bye. Hey, you actually stop trying to attack my star player. Yeah. John Morant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. go over, you go over <clears> here. Oh, now. You're not going to do it. Then I'm going to pick you up. Mm-hmm. And look, for the record, I don't dislike you. That's that means you dislike me. Yes. Mm-hmm. If See, you have to tell ahead, someone that you don't dislike them, that means that you dislike them and Watch. they caught you. Watch. Try it with me, Brian. Ask me. Uh, Jamal, do you not like me? Yes. Oh, so now I know that you that you actually don't don't like me. Yes. Because you admitted to it. If you had denied it, if that I means lied, you in fact and do denies, dislike I'm me. I'm hiding something, yes. right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Reeves, go ahead, try it. Okay. Um, Jamal, do you like me? No. Okay. Mm-hmm. Again. And that feels good. Yeah. All right, and now I'm going to try it on Reeves. Reeves, do you dislike Jamal? No. Okay, now I don't know what I'm going on. Mm. Because he denied what I said about Jamal. And does that change because yeah. it wasn't about him? I don't know. I don't, I don't know the know. rules. I don't know the rules. I don't make them. Let me try one what more thing. What are the rules? Go ahead. Jamal, mm-hmm. happy belated birthday. You son of a bitch. Got you, you bitch. Got he you, son of a this whole thing you. Up. you guys did this whole thing, didn't <laughs> the you? Whole thing, Look, man. we've been doing this podcast for over oh a year, and it's just bullshit. This whole podcast has been set up to yeah. this fucking prank right oh, here. Just to prank your ass. We got all the freaking impractical jokers in here. We've been trying to pull this. We get, it goes all the way up to the top, all the way to freaking Obama. Jeez here. Louise. <laughs> Well, you know what? If you were an impractical joker in this, go ahead and just leave a review on the podcast that says you were an impractical joker and just put happy belated birthday, Jamal, on your review somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll give us a review. We haven't had it. a review in a while. Yeah. Again, I open door policy. You want to give us criticism? I'll take it. I'll read it and mm-hmm, I will tell you whether mm-hmm. or not it's right or not wrong. Last mm-hmm. one was right. <laughs> we're allowed to respond, though, to yes. criticism. Okay. That sucks. You guys really cooked my ass. <laughs> uh, let's end with Brian Jackson in action. Um, do, uh, there was a, a a water leak in the house behind my house the last couple of days, and there was water all running in down to the front of my house. So I had to go to the hardware store and buy salt, and I put it on the steps myself. And I felt like a real cool man going to the hardware store because it's like an old school mm. hardware store, not like an Ace Hardware, just like a hardware store. And mm. I felt very cool. Did you walk in and say, "Where's your, where's your uh, sidewalk salt?" It was laying everywhere, so I was just like, yeah. "Give me one of them bags." And they said, "You want a tall boy?" I got the big boy, fifty pounds. Mm-hmm. Pet naturally, pet friendly. Mm, nice. That's nice of you. So my dogs can eat it, it and it'd be okay. I would have gotten the chemical shit. Oh, yeah, you hate dogs. Cleared out two pests in the neighborhood. (laughs) The dogs and the snow. There you go, folks. Jamal hates dogs. He hates little chefs. All right, Reeves, uh, your rebellious moment. Um, I accidentally littered, and I saw it. It got away from me. It was was a cheese wrapper. I have to bring cheese when I walk my little chef because he goes crazy on walks and hates Mm -hmm. everything but people. Um, I was opening a new piece of cheese and the wrapper went, I'm probably going to get it the next time I walk him because I think I know where it flew to. But <laughs> it's I probably frozen. Yeah, probably it's probably frozen. Like a craft single wrapper? It's like string cheese. He likes string cheese. You can cut it up a I lot I like string cheese too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My dog is... I, can, um, I baby bird string cheese to my dog. <laughs> <laughs> and then I like bite off a piece and I like take a smaller piece and give him the piece. <laughs> Is that how you give your dog the cheese? No, I cut the whole thing up and give it to him. <laughs> uh, and once again, my moment of joy has been stolen from me. 
<laughs> Why people say that dog, that white people like kiss their dogs in the mouth and stuff like that? Like, Jesus, I'm a walking stereotype <laughs> for that. Let's listen to a clip for next week's trailer. Ooh. Next on Top Chef. Cooking for 14 hours is going to be a tough one. I'm dizzy, I'm tired, I'm dehydrated. Lack of sleep affects people differently. At this point, I'm honestly so tired that I'm going to need therapy. Hmm. What do you guys think they're cooking for? Fucking Dracula? The fucking undead? Dracula? it's, It's fucking Dracula? Those Freaking are my guesses too. Gary Oldman. Nosferatu. Gary Oldman. Nosferatu. Yeah. Freaking the Crypt Keeper. Keeper. Brian, I have a new clip that's going to be our new outro. Instead of what we say, I'm just going to play this clip and this is going to be the outro. Are you for real? Go to bravotv.com. I have a culinary boner right now. <laughs> <laughs> and they put that at the end of the episode. No, that's the end of the episode. That's the end of the episode. That's it. <laughs> that's how they did it. I like our send off. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Chef, until next time, it's for Reeves and Jamal. I've been Brian, and this has been Pod Chef. We're going to pack our knives and get a culinary boner. I have a culinary boner right now.